Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. This is your host, Wendy Payne, and I am just thrilled that you have come to spend some time with me today and have a coffee with me, and let's just talk about life. So I wonder how are all of you doing? We just had Mother's Day this past weekend, and... um, Just different times, isn't it, where we're still in COVID lockdown here in Ontario. I don't know where you're listening from, but uh, we are still in lockdown, which makes a little bit of a challenge to be able to go visit and be with anybody. Um, We didn't go do the restaurant thing. We actually had a barbecue because it's pretty hard to do. You know, we could do takeout, but, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to actually sit in a restaurant. I miss that. I miss sitting in a restaurant. How about you guys? Anyways, made it through Mother's Day and here we go on to a new week. So I hope that you enjoyed the podcast last week. We actually had two for Mother's Day. Um, The one podcast was my special guest was my daughter and we talked about moms and mom guilt and mom stuff, mom joys, all that kind of stuff. And I also posted on Sunday, I posted the sermon that I preached for actually a couple of churches, um, passed out a video of a sermon that I did for Mother's Day. Um, really not just talking just about mothers, but talking about women in general and just encouraging them. So if you didn't hear those podcasts, I encourage you to kind of scroll through um, my podcast feed and find those and I'm sure you will be blessed. Well, today, today is a different topic altogether. We have done self-care. We have done goals and dreams and all that on the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about time management. Oh my goodness, time management. <laughs> Does anybody, when you hear that word, those words, do you kind of like get like a, uh, like a little, I don't know, chill up your spine when it comes to time management? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to share um, some of my personal stories, as I always do. But uh, my goal really is just, as course, uh, with every one of these podcasts, is just to try to encourage you um, just to be the best that you can be and just really trusting in the Lord in every avenue of your life. And certainly time management would be an area, I know for me, that I need to give to God because I I am truly like the queen of procrastination. Anybody else out there a procrastinator? Like I will put off stuff and put off stuff. This, I mean, I'm getting better and that's why I feel that I can kind of speak into this today. Um, but a couple of years ago, not a chance, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to speak into this. And when I, when I do speak about time management today, let me just tell you, I have certainly not arrived by any stretch of the means, but I feel like I have learned a lot and enough that I can maybe share, um, a little bit of how I manage my time now, but procrastination. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I, (laughs) I would normally put off stuff, you know, knowing that something's coming up, like even like if I just speak somewhere, putting off writing the sermon till like the night before 
before or the morning of. I got to be honest, sometimes I still do that. Um, but, or, you know, something that has to be done at home or, or a task for work or something, just putting it off and putting it off until all of a sudden, bang, it's there. And now you have 12 things to do in your day rather than just three. So I was the queen and sometimes still can be the queen of procrastination. Now, here is the thing for me that really got me to a point where I knew that I had a problem with time management and that I needed to do something uh, really fast, like ASAP. Um, when I started to realize that I had a problem was when my friends would invite me out or when there was like, you know, get togethers or uh, meetings to go to do something or to go somewhere. And I started to notice that my friends would give me a different time to meet than they would give everyone else because they knew if they would tell me to be there for 11 I probably wouldn't show up till like 11, 15, 11, 20, ooh, dare I say 11, 30. Um, so I started to notice that instead of, you know, hey, Wendy, we should meet for 11, they would say, hey, let's meet for 10, 30. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing when I think about it. But when I started to hear that and realize that I knew that I had a problem, that I needed to make some serious changes in my life. And so I started to, you know, check out things online and look for different books that could kind of help me to get, kind of get my act together, really. I would be a person who would be like, you know what, okay, so I have to meet somebody at 11, and I look at the clock, and it's 5 to 11, and I would think to myself, okay, I got five minutes, I can... Um, you know, it'll only take me three minutes to do my dishes when in actuality it would take me like 10 or 15, but I would think, oh, I could just quickly do the dishes before I leave. It, it, it won't be a problem. So I'll, I'll do the dishes or I can just quickly vacuum my house or, you know, I would think of tasks that I could do that I thought I could do in time and get them done in time in such a point that I would make it on time to whatever event that I needed to get to. <coughs> Pardon me. But after a while, I realized that that certainly was not the case and that people were starting to notice that uh, I was late all the time. So as I kind of started to hear that people were changing the time, I thought, you know what, I am certainly not being respectful of other people's time and, and different things that I read and books that I have read and picked up to kind of help me along this journey. It really made me aware where I realized that when I'm late to meet somebody, what I am really truly saying to them is that they don't matter, that my time is more important and that their time is not as important. So my time is more important because it was more important for me to do my dishes or vacuum the floor or, you know, run a quick errand, that my time was more important to do those things than to meet them at a proper time. So that was a hard, oh my goodness, that was a painful lesson to learn. It was hard, let me tell you. But it was something that I needed to learn. And I needed to learn that people need to know that they matter, that their time matters to me, and that I want to be respectful and honor them. So 
that was the journey for me where I, uh, where I really just realized I needed to make some changes in my life. So what is time management to you? What does that look like? When I think of time management, I think, okay, how do I use my time? Um, how do I reach my goals? How do I finish tasks? Do I finish tasks? And how do I go about doing that? Um, I think the biggest lesson, other than learning to be respectful of people's time, was I needed to learn to say no. Oh my goodness. Anybody out there, please message me. Let me know if you have a problem saying no. Like that two letter word can be the hardest word to speak out. I am somebody who wants to be a people pleaser. I want to help everybody. I want to do everything. I want to do as much as I can to help people, even to the degree of, you know, like my detriment. So I really had to learn how to navigate my time. I had to learn to set boundaries and I had to learn to say no. Oh, that was a hard lesson to learn. Now, I don't say no all the time, but what I have learned is I rather than as soon as somebody asks me to do something, what I will say rather than, oh, yes, I can do that for you, I will say to them now that I've learned a little bit more is I will say to them, you know what, I'm just going to check my schedule and I'm going to get back to you. That gives me time to be able to assess if it's something that I can actually fit into my time schedule properly or if it's something that will just be a little bit too overwhelming and just add a little too much to my day. Or I will look at it and say, okay, maybe the task that they're asking me to do doesn't have to be done on that specific day, but maybe I can do it on a different day um, that would make it a little bit easier, you know, to kind of adjust different things in, in my day. So that has been a great lesson for me to learn, um, is just to learn how to set boundaries and really just set time schedules. So how do you schedule your time? What are things that you do, uh, to schedule things in your life? So I'm old school. I love paper, so I literally have a day timer that is my life. I put everything into my day timer and um, and that helps me to kind of be able to keep track of my time. So different things that you could do, maybe that work for you, if, if working with a paper um, day timer doesn't really work for you, what about um, setting things in your phone? or on your computer, or um, maybe making lists. I sometimes do that too. I will make lists if I'm going away somewhere. Sometimes I'll make a list on things that I need to do and things that I need to pack. Um, and oh, what a great feeling it is to be able to check stuff off that list. Oh, I never thought making a list could bring somebody so much pleasure, but it really, really does. So list making is an amazing thing to do. Um, but why I do that is, is because that I can see it in front of my face rather than just thinking that I'm going to remember how to organize everything in my day or my week. If I have a, something right in front of me, I can be able to say to somebody, you know what, at between this time and this time I have to do this. Maybe we can do it on another day or maybe we could do it at this time instead. 
I think we need to know that we are not superhuman, that we um, can't do everything. And it's okay to sometimes say no to people. It's all right to do that. Um, A couple of other things that I think we need to be aware of is sometimes when we don't plan, if we don't time manage, we can stress ourselves out so much because we're doing so much that we literally um, can burn ourselves out because our plate is so full that there's never a chance for us to recharge again. So recharging ourselves is so important. We need to take time to um, take that, just that time to self-care. What I have done now, and I've done it for a number of years now that I've been in ministry, um, is I take a specific day off from the office. And I am very protective of my day off. I tell my staff that, you know, unless it's really super important and and you need, need, need to get a hold of me, please do not call me on my day off. Um, if people call me from the church, I will kind of, oh, I hate to say it, but screen the calls to see if it's something that can be put off until, um, you know, another day when it's not my day off. Because I I find that I need that day to kind of just take a step back from work, take a step back from ministry, take a step back from the normal everyday running, 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 and, and take that time for myself to kind of recharge again. I mean, really, when you look biblically, um, when God created the earth, it says on the seventh day, he rested. And, and even all through the new Testament with, in the gospels, we see Jesus taking time away from the crowds, from the people to spend time in prayer with his father, to spend time to kind of recharge. So we need to do that too. I I don't know why sometimes we subconsciously think that we are superhuman and we can do everything, but we really need to allow ourselves to recharge. So when we're doing our scheduling, when we're doing making our plans and our agendas, you know what? It's okay to schedule in some downtime. It's okay to cross off a day and even write in there no appointments or day off or whatever you need to do, but cross off a day so that you can have that day to kind of um, refocus, recharge, and just take time for yourself to kind of regroup a little bit. Um, planning, you know, it, it, when we take time management, we need to plan out and really kind of focus in on what is priority in our lives, what needs to happen. So for me, when I look at my agenda, um, I look at things as, um, what is, what is top priority, what needs to be done, what is absolutely important that is like, it, it is like a no brainer. This one has to happen today kind of thing. And then what else can be put off until tomorrow? Now, now when I say put off, I don't mean procrastinate, but I actually will schedule something in, um, to do it at another time. Um, I think we need to learn how to focus on tasks and getting things done. So here is another little kind of like personal story. I can remember um, when when my kids were little and I would have to, you know, clean the house and the whole house is an absolute write-off, like top to bottom, every room is a mess. And I can remember 
flitting around the house like a crazy person. So I would take one item, say something, you know, was in the living room that needed to go into the kitchen. So I would take that one item from the living room, take it into the kitchen, get distracted, start doing something in the kitchen. And then something from the kitchen needed to go to say a bedroom. Then I'd go to the bedroom and I'd put that in there, but then I'd get distracted and start doing stuff in the bedroom. And I would find at the end of the day that the house was still not completely cleaned because I literally spent my whole day running from room to room to room getting distracted. Like distractions are can come from all avenues. It can come from getting focused on, you know, just tasks that you are doing. Uh, distractions can come from your phone. You know, maybe we need to turn off our notifications. Oh my goodness. Like telling somebody to do that would be like cutting off the right arm for some people. But sometimes maybe we just need to turn off our notifications when we have a task to do. Turn it off so that we don't hear. Maybe we need to turn off our phones. Um, but going back to the house cleaning, I, I learned after kind of just chatting with friends and, and expressing like, I can't, I just can't seem to get my house clean. And I had a girlfriend who would say to me, focus on one room. And so I, I learned to do that. And it was, it was like life changing. I would focus on say the living room. If I needed to bring something from the living room to the kitchen, I would force myself to go drop it off in the kitchen and force myself to go back to the living room and not stop until the living room was completely done. When the living room was completely clean, then I would go to the next room and I would make sure that I did that until the whole house was clean. And it sounds so easy and sounds so simple, but I mean, it was something that I really had to focus and really had to teach myself how to do because I can get distracted very easily. Anybody watch the movie Up? <laughs> you remember where he says squirrel or the dog is like a squirrel that would be me like I would get so distracted by things that really didn't matter and then not accomplishing the task that I needed to do so we need to learn to focus we need to learn to say no we need to give ourselves time to recharge we need to plan we also need to delegate oh again another hard word to learn is delegate is there somebody who could do some of the tasks that you need to have done? Maybe it's your children. Maybe they need to learn to put their laundry away by themselves. Maybe um, teaching the kids how to put the dishes in the dishwasher for you. Maybe at the office, at work, um, whatever your job is. Is there people in your surroundings that you could delegate some of the jobs that need to be done? Um, it's not a bad thing to ask for help. It's not a bad thing to ask for people to help you with something. Um, you know, and, and I find even in my situation with the church, people love to be involved. People want to feel a part of the ministry. People want to feel like they are important and that they matter and that they have responsibility. It helps them to feel like they are a part of the church. So I needed to learn early in ministry um, that I can't do it all myself. I can't run the whole church by myself. And when I do do that, I'm robbing people of having the opportunity to be a part of the ministry. So definitely delegating was definitely another lesson that I really, really had to learn. 
Um, distractions, watch for things that are distractions in your life. Again, is it your phone, computer, people? Um, I find for me, I generally, uh, for church, I like to try to be able to write my sermon. Um, I try to get it done by Thursday. And I find sometimes that in the office, the distractions that come in because people come into the office and they need to talk to me or staff needs to ask me questions or so sometimes I have actually had to remove myself from the office um, to get away from those distractions. So I have um, sometimes gone home when nobody's at home. I've even gone actually to a Starbucks when we were open uh, and able to sit into a Starbucks. I've gone to a Starbucks and sat in there, used their Wi-Fi, worked on my sermon. Sometimes we need to just figure out what are those distractions and how can we remove them from our lives because distractions are going to come. They're going to come. And so we need to definitely figure those out and um, find out how we can get rid of them. I know I can start off my day with great intentions. And, um, you know, if I don't follow with what my agenda says, um, man, the day just flies by. And all of a sudden I realize I have not accomplished everything I needed to. And then I have to tack on something onto the next day because I didn't stay to the plan. So, you know, we can have great intentions, but we need to make sure we stay in those. I find when I don't, I can get, you know, as any of us can get so stressed because then we have so much on our plates that we get overwhelmed and stressed. And that is exactly where burnout can come. So um, let's try to stay away from those stress moments. Let's stay organized, stay focused, watch for those distractions. Just want to encourage everybody to remind us all that, you know what, we're not perfect. And, um, we can't do everything. We're not super people. We're not superheroes, right? So let's give ourselves a little bit of a break and allow ourselves to um, just do things in a time frame that work and manage for us. Another thing that I like to think about um, is tithing my time. And that sounds kind of maybe a little bit silly to you, but I look at how God asks us to tithe our finances. And I know when I do that, when I trust God with my finances and trust him with that 10%, that somehow miraculously he has proved it. Oh my goodness, time and time and time again, that when I trust him with that 10% or more of my tithes, that my, my needs are always met. The bills are always paid. Somehow miraculously God comes through and it just happens. So as I was working on my time management skills, one day I really felt, you know, just to use that same um, idea, but with my time. So time management, I like to tithe, if I can say, some of my time in my day to the Lord. And I mean, I don't sit there and go, okay, 24 hours in the day, if I tithe 10%, I don't do that. But I do make sure that I do take time every single day to spend it with the Lord. Time is a precious gift. You know, I, I think truly it is probably one of the most precious gifts that God has given us. And 
it's probably one of the most precious gifts that we can give to other people. You know, again, a Bible story, I think about um, where Jesus was on his way to heal Jairus's daughter, and he gets distracted by the woman with the issue of blood, and he stopped to give her his time. He healed her, and he still was able to go and heal Jairus's daughter. So time is a precious, amazing gift, and I and I really believe that if we give to God some of our time spend time with him, have him fill our cup, you know, have him pour into us spiritually, that he will make our time um, be fitting for what we need for the day. There will be enough time to accomplish what he wants us to accomplish in our day if we're willing to kind of give him some of our time. So, You know, whether that means starting your day, I mean, everybody does it differently. Start your day with Jesus or end your day with Jesus, whatever, whatever time frame works for you, but, but definitely give some time to the Lord. Um, Prioritizing balance. Anybody ever think about balance and all the things that we have to accomplish in the day? Um, When I think about prioritizing and balancing my life, I look at things that are most important to me in that day. What are most important to me for that week? Uh, Is it, you know, I know that this week I need to make sure that I carve out time to spend with my husband or maybe for you it's your family or your children. You know, again, time with the Lord, that needs to be priority number one. So finding balance in that and making sure that the most important things are being taken care of and that we prioritize things accordingly in such a way. Building routine. That's another thing that, you know, we we can learn to do is is how can we build routine in our lives so that things become a habit. Um, I don't know if you've been watching on YouTube, my YouTube channel, Contagious Power, but I have been doing a, I'm on heading on to week six now of a weight loss, getting fit, healthy, new me journey. And um, I got to say, this new journey that I've been on has started to become routine for me. And and it's exciting when I think about, I get up in the morning, I take my dog for a walk, I come home, have breakfast, do my normal workout, um, head to work, you know, again, take the dog for a walk later on the day. But I, I, but even with my eating habits, I'm finding that I've gotten myself into a routine on eating healthy, eating properly, um, not eating at, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, getting myself into a routine. That's time management, you know, and it's making a difference in my physical body, which is exciting because I'm starting to see that I'm losing some weight, I'm getting healthier, I'm feeling fitter, I'm feeling stronger, I'm feeling better about myself. And it's becoming routine in my life where I don't have to like, you know, look at my agenda so much anymore because it's become now a habit for me. So, you know, how can we figure out to get those normal habits in our lives to make routine that we don't feel stressed, anxious, or burnt out? 
want to encourage everyone as you are listening to this to find ways that work for you. What works for me may not work for you, but find a plan and a routine (laughs) that works for you. What would work for you? The biggest thing is, is that you find something so that your whole life isn't just chaotic, crazy mess, that you find what works for you. Make a plan, plan time for you to take time to take care of you, self-care, find time to spend with your family, find time to spend time with the Lord, prioritize the tasks that you need to do at work or at home, in your in your own lifestyle, whatever that looks like, going to school, whatever it is, but find ways to plan it out in such a way that you will start to find that the stress in your life starts to uh, deplete, that it starts to go away and you're starting to feel like you um, have control of your life again and that the tasks that need to be done don't have control over you. I think that's the key. If I can end in any way, it would be that. It would be that you have control over the tasks at hand. They don't have control over you because that's where we start to you know, get stressed and be disrespectful of other people's time and people start to get frustrated with us and things don't get done properly or maybe we just do a half job because we're just trying to get things done. And really at the end of the day when we do that, God is not honored. We need to do everything that we that we do in such a way that he's honored, right? It, it's all about being the best example of Jesus that we can be. So I'm going to close with a scripture I feel to share with you, and it's Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. And it says, so then be careful how you live. Don't be unwise, but wise. Make the best of your time because the times are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So everyone, as you are listening right now and just tuning in, I encourage you to look at your life and kind of just kind of just take a look at it and just be like, okay, how can I make my time be more of a example and a blessing to the Lord? How can I make my time um, be something that is honoring and respectful of people around me and how can I make my time be in such a way that I am in control of my day and it's not in control of me? We want to make priority of our family. Again, I said this before, but make priority of family, time with the Lord and time for ourselves, and of course our job and everything else. But how can we do that where we're not running around, you know, like a chicken with our head cut off kind of thing? I hope that this encouraged you. It's just some thoughts that I've been kind of mulling around in my brain, time management, lessons that I have learned along my journey. Let me know if any of this helps you at all, if it speaks to you at all, if it um, encourages you. Does this give you any kind of, um, you know, just help in any way? I would love to know. So so be sure to check out... um, my YouTube channel, my Instagram is coffee date underscore with purpose. My personal Instagram is Wendy J. Payne. 
follow me on there as well. Um, would love to hear from you. I, I'm thankful for everyone who has been commenting on the podcast. Thank you for doing that. It's nice to get some feedback and know that somebody out there is, is appreciating and learning and, and enjoying these coffee chats with me as I am, as much as I am with all of you. So, so be sure to let me know if this spoke to you at all, if this encouraged you, if it gave you any kind of like aha moments, or maybe you have some suggestions on time management. I would love to hear uh, some of those as well. So I'm going to close in prayer right now. Want you all to just, uh, again, follow me on uh, YouTube. Make sure you check out Spotify if you're watching this or listening to this platform uh, from Spotify. Click that follow button and uh, look forward to hearing from you on any of the other social media platforms. Let's close in prayer. God, I just thank you for every person who's listening right now. I pray that this encourages them. God, I pray that you would speak to every person and just show them what is the plan purposes for their life. How can they use their time in the best way to be an encouragement to others, to learn more about you, to to get in closer, draw closer in their relationship with you and just be the best example of you that they can be. So continue to be around every person. Thank you for them listening. And um, I just speak blessing over every single person. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining everyone next week. We're going to have a fun week next week. Next week, we are going to talk about um, how to read the Bible in such a way that you can understand it. I get people asking me all the time. Um, how, you know, I have a hard time reading the word of God. I just don't get it. So we're going to talk about, um, ways to get through the Bible, reading it, trying to understand it maybe a little bit better techniques in reading the word of God. There you go. If you have any questions about that specifically, send them on your way. Um, would love to hear from you. Any thoughts that you want to, I definitely will add that to the, uh, to the agenda. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have an amazing week. God bless. And we'll see you on some other social media platforms. Um, and would love to hear from you. God bless. Have a great week.